Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Aloha! Shout out Pearl Harbor, by the way. From the ballerlifestyle.com, it's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. This is episode number 510 of the show. We appreciate your patronage. Do us a favor and send us an email. Mailbag at the ballerlifestyle.com is the email address. Also, call us. We'd love to hear from you. Leave us a voicemail 949 464 TBLS 8257. That's the phone number. Call us up. Tell us what's up. Lastly, Consider becoming a subscriber. It's five bucks a month. You get all the bonus content we do here each and every week. Click the link in the show note, notes. Sign up there. It's delivered directly to your podcast app every week. You should do that. One more thing: if you're not if you're not in a position where you can afford the five bucks a month, go on the go on Apple Podcasts right now and leave us a review of five stars. Don't be a bitch. Okay, step up. Do your part. I'm joined now, as always, by Mr. Ed Daly. Ed, how are you, buddy? I'm doing well. And I had a an interesting discussion. I was out with my son yesterday. Okay. And he, you know how, like, kids yeah. will bring up some facts that they learned, and it's usually oh, yeah. from TikTok. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's like, you're like, that's fucking bullshit. You know, whatever it is. Yeah. So <laughs> my son just casually goes... Do you know the average person walks by 38 murders in their life? And I was like, no, what? No. I was like, like, I'm just whistling by a, 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 an alley and someone's getting choked out. And I'm like, that's crazy. What are you talking about? He's like, no, no, I, I heard it. And you're like, it was, I'm like, what, what are you talking about? Yeah. And then I Googled it. And an article last year in like May was some study said the average person walks by 36 murderers in their lifetime whoa and i think that's pretty crazy but also believable just we're talking about walking by it's not like you have 36 friends who have murdered and then i thought okay so when we're talking to people right now oh yeah how many killers are we talking to right now at least a couple like there's definitely someone listening to us right now who has seen someone's last breath at their own hands. Yeah, for sure. Oh, a hundred percent. Nine four nine four six four TBLS. Call us up and tell us <laughs> yeah, about it. Yeah, maybe any use like a voice can. modulator. So, yeah. like, yeah, we can hear about your murders. Yeah, because you know, murders, murder, murder by stranger, unless you're on a cruise, exceedingly rare. It just doesn't happen right. that much, unless you know, maybe you're involved in a gang situation or that kind of life. You know, you're or you're you're from Serbia or something, but just well, be 
just being randomly murdered almost right but maybe like maybe that. gam gam made one too many yeah. comments about your black boyfriend yeah. and you're like yeah. it was just her time it was yeah. just her time yeah exactly or you know you see you see her rolling that 600 dollar uh social security checks rolling in every like, month and you're like that could be mine grandma it's it's really tough for you to live in a house with stairs it would be a shame if something happened I yeah, I could like I could be mine. Like we don't have to tell the authorities. Like the check comes in every week, and we could just deposit it to our account with our phone these days. No big. This could deal. be our secret. Yeah, it's our little. Yeah, I mean, look, murders happen. You know, crimes of passion, they and happen. so many murders go unsolved because it's like, oh, yeah, hey, they're overworked. I mean, we watch The Wire. Yeah. And it's, you know, those row houses. Sure. We have yeah. three dozen murders yeah. that we're not going to cut. We're not going to deal with. Yeah. But like, there's some that, you know, the authorities are like, yeah, probably killed. But like, what are we going to do about it? Yeah. We're going to have a whole court case. I, uh, yeah, exactly. I, yeah. In most places, that's why I say, do your murdering in a small town. You can't do you. If you do murders where people Wait, are small town or big town. Well, big town has big town police. True, but I feel I, I guess the the like you said, yeah, random murders don't happen because yeah. I could be in Hoboken. I could murk someone tomorrow and just yeah. go about my business, and I'd probably get away with it. True, if I didn't know them. That's true. Yeah, that's there. there but was, that doesn't really happen. Yeah, there much. there was this uh, a serial killer, and he was from Alaska, and his name his name was like Israel something. And they interviewed him and I can't remember how they caught him. He met someone named Bob Palestine and set him off. Yes. That was it. That was it. He had his own Gaza strip situation. He, no, but he, what he would do is he would like get on a plane. He would get like, he was a contractor or something. So he'd have a lot of time off. He would get on a plane and he would pick somewhere random like Vermont and then he'd fly to Vermont and He's then, itch. yeah, and then he would get in a, then he would rent a car and drive to like Chattanooga. And then, you know, and, and as, and he's, he's slowly like the fire's building inside of him, you know, like, how am mm. I going to do it? And then he would find a random old couple and stab them to death. And then he'd get back in his then he'd get back in his rental car and drive back to Vermont and then fly back to Alaska. Then the next time he'd fly to Utah and he'd rent a car and he'd drive to Billings, Montana and he'd find somebody. And sh- so there were no patterns. Now, that being said, I, they caught him eventually. So I, I did he pull a BTK and he's like, I, I give up. You bragging. just have to you have to arrest me because you're not solving these crimes. He was bragging. And so speaking of r- random murder, yeah. I remembered a couple years ago, I was just sitting at my desk and I remembered one time when I was a kid, we would go, we would scrounge our 85 cents to, to put in the um, in the bus, in the hopper, in the bus. So the bus okay. would take us to the beach. Gotcha. And sometimes we wouldn't even have 85 cents. We'd have just some pennies. And we figured if we threw, if all of us threw our money in there quickly, the bus driver wouldn't have time to count everybody's money. And he would just dump it in the thing. It was no big deal. And the bus driver was pretty wise to that. But then we'd come back from the beach and the, and the bus would drop us off right by this apartment complex. 
And then we'd go and we'd swim in the pool at the beach to like rinse all the sand off us and stuff. And then the manager of the apartment complex would come kick us out every time. And I'm like, how? And it was huge. It was like a thousand apartment, you know, maybe like five hundred. Oh, it wasn't apartment. like D- Daniel LaRusso's pool. No, that he would get. No, no, it was, it was massive, like a real. Yeah, thing. there was multiple pools there and okay. they would always know and kick us out. But one time we were coming back from the beach and we walked by this apartment and there was fucking every kind of cop there. And it was crime taped and shit had some shit had gone down. And then in the pool or in the complex, in the complex, in an apartment, we were just like cruising. And this is like one of these old school eighties apartments that we had here on the West coast where there's like lots of like, they try to make it look. Yeah. They, yeah, they know. Yeah, probably. (laughs) They try to make it look like um, the outdoors. So there's like lots of creeks running through there and fish swimming in ponds and stuff. Yeah. So it was like kind of isolated for people that live on top of each other. But so I remember I'm like, oh, this chick got murdered. Then I read about it in the paper the next day that this was a couple that had just moved from, and they were a newlywed couple. They had just moved from somewhere else and they had moved in like a day or two before. And the husband had gone and started his new job that day. And while he was at work, somebody broke in and tied up his young bride and raped and murdered her. And I remember, and I, and then I, and it was like, wow, this is like fucking three blocks from my house. And then I forgot about it. And then, and this was like in 1986 or something. And then a couple years ago, I'm like, I, I popped into my head and I'm like, oh, the husband definitely killed her. Of course, it was the husband all along. And so it fires remorse on that wedding. Exactly. And I, so then I Googled. And it turns out now it was like some random drifter. It was an, but this was like three years ago, maybe like five years ago that I thought of it and I Googled it and they had just caught the guy like the summer before he was, they had actually caught him like a few weeks later because he attempted raped and murdered some other lady and they threw him in jail in Michigan and he had been in jail the whole time. And then through DNA, they just pinned the murder on him like uh, like six months before I thought of it. Wow. Yeah. That's so just random. Your ears you know? were buzzing. Yeah, exactly. I thought of it. So, yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I just remembered I de- have definitive proof of one murder. Yeah. Remember I got in a fight with the, with the dad from basketball. And then a few years later, I saw him with a teardrop tattoo. Yes. <laughs> so that's one. That could be stolen valor, though. So I got 35 to go. Yeah. I got to solve 35 murders. Well, you've definitely shaken hands. Definitely. Murder. Yeah. And I mean, I know, I know. Well, that- I was at a work event and yeah. I, sh- I, not that I really wanted to, I shook yeah. hands with Bob Menendez. Oh, the, the, Jer- the, yeah. the dicey New Jersey Senator. Oh, oh yeah. Well, like, he's, he's had, he had people gold killed. Bullion. He's yeah. definitely had people killed. Yeah, he's for sure had people killed. He's in the Senate. Of course he's had yeah. people killed. Of course. Um, that's two. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm 34 sure. Thirty-four to go. Yeah, you got more. I'm sure. Look, I'm from Costa Mesa. There's people in my high school that did. Mur- there was murders in high school. Like I know there's people that did murders, <laughs> but I don't like. I don't. I'm not. I can't name one specifically, but I'm sure there's people I know that have done murders. Yeah. Ed, What's up? do you have? Could you maybe send a bag of um, day-old bagels? 
to the West Coast. Why? I, of course, but why? Because because that's our asking price for Le- LeBron James to the Knicks. Oh yeah, come on. He's no yours. Way. He's all yours, so, buddy. So on Saturday night, yep. the Knicks who are down three starters. Yep. And the the Lakers pulled away with a few minutes to go. That's right. But the Knicks were winning most of the game. And they just doubled Jalen Brunson, which they should have done from the first quarter because that's their options. Sure. And LeBron is strutting his stuff. Yeah. Oh, the garden. I just took care of business in the Mecca. It's like, yeah. buddy, it was Jalen Brunson and the Westchester Knicks. That's, that's, the, right. that's the minor league team. Well, soon soon you're going to have LeBron James over there to help you <laughs> make a title run. He's all yours, buddy. One, one the, uh, the price is one bag of day-old bagels, and you can have them. Yeah. Uh, I just realized this is our yeah. Super Bowl preview. I, I'm oh, Googling profits. We didn't yeah. do it. So I'm gonna, I'm pulling it up as we're as we're going through okay. it. Okay. We can hit so while you're doing that, you know how I'm doing the 75 hard thing? Yes, yes. Well, you know, I didn't really think much of it like most things when I when I announced like in October or whatever, hey, I'm gonna be doing this thing. And then some people jumped on it and then they're like, oh, January? They're like, there's three feet of snow on the ground here. Yeah, and I got to like, tweak it. Yeah, 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 exactly. And I'm like, oh, you know, that's not really my problem. So, but then today I, I had to do my outdoor 45 and the three, the, the, the most awful three word phrase in the English language Oh, I know. Amen. You get super bitch when it's raining, right? Came out of my mouth. <laughs> it's raining outside. I had to, <laughs> I just fucking went and walked, and I and it was raining hard. And it's almost better if it's raining hard. So it was raining hard, and I'm like, fuck it. I'm like, and I don't have like anything to protect. I don't own like rain related garments, you know. Like I just, I don't either. Yeah. I like I don't have a rain jacket or whatever, yeah. but yeah. I, I I don't mind the rain. Yeah. So I was just going to embrace it. I'm like, I'll just go out there in a t-shirt and I'll fucking get, I'll get soaked and who cares. And then, but then it like kind of wasn't raining, which is kind of worse. So then I put on a sweatshirt and I went outside and then it started to like rain harder. And it was like a heavy mist the whole time. It was like inescapable. Zero stars do not recommend. This is fucking bullshit, but I did it. And it, and it's an atmospheric river. I'm hearing Ed. So that means it's going to rain for like the next four or five days. So I'm going to be oh, doing, man. I'm going to be out. In this, yes. There's going to be water falling out of the sky. <laughs> Awful. Uh, okay. Why don't you, why don't you sprinkle in some, as we'll just we, do it throughout the show. Yeah, sprinkle in some, some um, prop bets throughout the show. And, but first let's talk about some people who died. Just tell us it was dead now. It's a sad segment, very sad, and it will not be an update on who's alive. Let's get a tragic update. Tragic update. Cause Ed Daly has been keeping up on who just died. Cause we're about to hear from Ed on which celebrities are dead. So tell me who died. Who died? Who died? Tell me who died. Ed, who died this week? 
Big one. Big one. The great Carl Weathers, 76 years old. Apollo Creed, Action Jackson himself. Predator. I mean, he was so jacked. So jacked. Handsome, charisma. Handsome. Had it all. Rocky, great movie. Great great series of movies. Rocky doesn't work if Apollo Creed yep. even has B plus charisma. Yep, you can't, you couldn't do it alone. He had to have a foil. He and had the, to have his Muhammad yeah. Ali charisma kind of guy. Yes, and he got it. He got it, and they and then they had to have a, a, a kind of a weird relationship after that, where they did a lot of um, beach Shit. running. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which was possibly a few hand jobs. Yeah, yes, they. They dove into piles of sand together and stuff. It was, I don't know. I don't know what was going on there. And then also. Oh, and, like, and also Chubbs. He was amazing. He was amazing at Chubbs. Yeah. Cause how, about, how about Arrested Development where he's, he just wants free food? He talks yeah. about you can make <laughs> stew out of your yes, chicken yeah. bones. Because he, look, he was an ex-athlete that was fucking super jacked. But also, he was this charismatic. He was he was a great actor. He had the timing; like he could really do it. Like he was he was just that good. Uh, and in look in childhood, if you if if there was a movie that Carl Weathers was in, it is that was something you were excited about as a kid because you knew some badass shit was going to be happening in that movie. Like he was just that kind of guy that just yeah. showed up for that kind of thing. So R.I.P. Did we? Did we get? I, I know it's a different segment. My buddy Angelo talked about maybe he wanted to weigh in. Oh, our boxing oh. correspondent. That's quite possible. Hold on. I don't know. Oh, I'm not sure. Yeah, we'll have to see. He may have weighed in. We do have some voice. Oh yeah, I, I can see. Hey Brian, An- Angelo. Yeah, he's called. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say this is a shocker. Yeah. Maybe the person, but not the. The oh, business. Yeah. Yeah. Amanda Davies, one life to live actress and daughter of soap legend Erica Slezak. Yeah. She was 42 years old. The cause of death not listed, but yeah. sudden. And Handful of I pills. believe Erica Slezak was the Vicky and Nikki. Yes. Oh, yeah. I she believe had, that's who she was. She had kind of a crazy face. She and, had crazy yeah, eyes. Yeah. Yep. I actually, I actually remember her from One Life to Live because my mom used to watch One Life to Live. Same. Yeah. Same. But uh, very sad. Soap aside is. Yeah. There's just there's just so so much soap opera death happening. It's out of control. I get there are a lot of soap stars, but we we didn't report soap deaths for no. you know consecutive. We, this is this is like fifteen straight shows with a soap star. There's going. there's been one every week since you were on your summer vacation. Like it's, yes. been, it's been, it's just been a steady sopa cost every single week since the summer. Uh, a woman named Cheetah Rivera, singer and actress, 91 years old. I feel like we heard about her, yes. but I don't, I can't, I think she was like Broadway. <sighs> Did Elvis get her? I think Elvis might've Pro- gotten her. Yeah, yeah. probably that. Yeah. R.I.P. But nice long run, 91. Yeah. 91's a good run. Yeah. Uh, guy named Aston, quote, Family man Barrett. Oh yeah, he was the bassist and band leader of Bob Marley and the Whalers. Yep. Seventy-seven years old, kind of a clunky nickname. Yeah, like did, did, yeah. so they're like, "Hey, family man, yeah. over here." I gotta assume that that was because he 
unlike the other Jamaicans that he was didn't in. Didn't fuck everyone. <laughs> he just, they're like, oh, look at this family man over here. He's, he's got no hey, pieces. Hey, man, I'm going to have sex with six women tonight. You're only no, I'm, you're, you're I'm married. Your oh, wife, family man. man. <laughs> you only fuck you. Look at this family man over here. Uh, but uh, that baseline, I mean, that guy laid it down. The Whalers, so sick. Like, what a band, Bob Marley. Now, now I'm of two minds. I don't know if I want to see the Bob Marley biopic. Well, so I see lots of movies. Yeah, have you seen and, it? And no, 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 it's not out yet. I don't yeah. think. Yeah, but I see lots of movies, and uh, the trailer comes on before every movie i see yeah. so i'm like already sick of the trailer yeah but i feel like it's probably decent yeah I so mean, i'll probably check it life. out it's yeah. it's like it's about the um assassination attempt and yeah. like the year or two after where he moves he goes to london and he, he does like some of his famous stuff yeah they shot him and they try to shoot him in his kitchen through the window yeah. of his kitchen. He's like doing some dishes or something. And they fucking tried to pop him because he, because he had a voice. Cause he was, but he was family he was man isn't people. featured. I'm throwing shit. And oh, he'll be there. He'll be yeah. there. Family man will be there. hundred percent. And Peter, then Peter we Tosh. also, yep. we also, yeah. Peter Tosh. Yep. Um, and Whaler, all the, all the guys, right. all the boys. And, uh, we lost Earl, the twirl, Kurt Kiridan, two time NBA champ. I believe with the, the uh, pissed bad boy Pistons, maybe oh, 66 really? years old. Yeah. Um, the twirl. I, yeah. Earl, the twirl Kiridan. Uh, because sweet? Earl, the pearl was already taken. Yeah. Yeah. So they gave him the twirl. What about the now, squirrel? Now I there mean, was a, there not, a not as much, time, not as, there, yeah. there were lots of them, but yeah, yeah he, he must not have, he was probably just good at pivoting, yeah. but there was a small window, not the same, not nearly the same window as when I collected baseball cards. Yeah. But I collected basketball cards oh, yeah. for like two years. Yeah. And I think every other pack had an Earl Curitan. Yeah. Oh, he was he, like he an was eleven like, year. He was always like he was in his eleventh year, yeah. and he was the the eleventh guy on the roster. Can... And you were not excited to get a power forward. Yeah. Back up. You know, it was a, he was a regular Frank Tanana or uh, yeah. or Pat Tabler. You know, you're yeah. like who the fuck? He was, was very guy? Pat Tablerish. Uh, like, jeez, again with the, again with the Earl the Earl the Twirl Earl the Twirl. I got a couple props before we get into things. Okay, hit me with the props. Length of the national anthem. We got Reba McIntyre doing it. Yeah. Under over under is ninety and a half seconds. Oh, so whoa, that's pretty. That's pretty low. Because usually, she's, usually she's it's around gotta two be minutes. A, she's got to be around 70, right? Yeah, yeah. She's got that shock of she red hair. Have, yeah. She doesn't have time. She's she's like a little spark plug. Yeah. I feel like she's going to be in and out. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, they pre-record it. And, she, yeah, she doesn't have the pipes that she used to. And I, I don't know that she was ever really known for having the, the big voice. I don't, I don't know a lot about it. It's, well, it's I know one thing if it's, rodeo if it's Aretha, you know, yeah. e e like even a year yep. before death. Aretha, yep. like she was known for drawing out like yep. lines. Yeah. Reba, yeah. she seems like, you know, like a little spark plug. She's, yeah. I, I got to say, under. Uh, yeah, under 90 seconds. Oh, I'm looking at this. Yeah. 
She sang Game 3 of the 97 World Series. I believe that was Marlins over the Indians. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe Table, Jose Mesa. So yep. this, think about it. Levon Hernandez. Joe, Joe Table. Yeah, yeah Levon, Levon Hernandez, who at the time was either 24 or 38. Yes. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's had some, <laughs> there's something happening there. El Duque's brother. Um, How long did that go? So, I mean, that is that is 20... Yeah. 25 and change years ago. Yeah. 122. What? Yeah. See, that's wait. 122. Th- oh she yeah. Sang it at that's 122. 82 that's even seconds. Lower. And then yeah. she did the 2017 celebrity hope softball game. That's a made up thing. Celebrity hope softball know. game. Yeah. 2017. Yeah. 119. Yeah, well, you're not. I mean, the, neither. Well, the Celebrity Hope softball game. That's not the Super Bowl. It's not I, the Super Bowl. Um, yeah, but, but I, the World yeah. Series and the World Series is not the Super Bowl. Nothing's the Super Bowl. Yeah. But yeah, no, I like the. We're under. talking a quarter century yeah. ago. She yeah. was she was going under. I, I'm going to say the under. Yeah, I like the under as well. Who will the Super Bowl MVP mention first in speech? Oh, God, religious figure, teammates, coach. Team or organization or family or fans? Well, it's going to be Pat Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes. It's not going to be his dad because we, we'll get to that. We've later. got a story about him. Yeah, yeah. we'll get to that later. And if it is Kelsey, Kelsey would probably bring up his brother, no. even though everybody wants him to say no. Taylor. Yeah, it's now it ain't Kelsey because it's always a quarterback. Unless it unless it's uh, like uh, two pick sixes or something yeah, like that, like a weird yeah, guy. Yep. Um, I'm gonna say he, it's the fans because Patrick Mahomes, like he does everything. He's right. already thanked. He's yeah. thanked everyone. Yep. Yep. I like the fans. Uh, great fans of okay. Kansas City. Okay. Well, I'll give you one more before we move to the okay. next segment. Okay, these are fun. Usher's first song performed. <sighs> Nev, I for. This is like if you ask. I know me, one song here. If like right now, if you said Brian, you've lived in Orange County your whole life. This is a city in Orange County. Give me your phone. Drive to Whittier right now, and I'll give you ten million dollars. I would not. I could get to kind of the general area. I don't know where Whittier is. Similarly, I I couldn't fucking name Usher Raymond. How, look, how do you? I know. I actually know two songs, and one of them isn't in the list of like twelve songs they give you. What I know about Usher is that that one chick sued him for giving for her giving herpes, off the herbs, knowingly give, and I believe he cheated on Chili from uh, from uh, TLC. Yes, Waterfalls people. So I don't know. I can't name a song. I wouldn't. I would have unless well, unless he this- starts out with like a little. Um, Marvin Gaye, um, sexual healing. So the ones, well, I know two songs. One, Wait, hold on, hold that, on. Superstitious. That's, I'm going to say superstitious Stevie Wonder. Stevie. He's yeah, gonna he's going to start that. with that. Yep. Homage. Okay, I didn't, okay. So the one song I remember when he broke onto the scene was You Make Me Wanna. You Make Me Wanna. Mm, 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 mm. I remember that song. That's not even on the list. So I guess he doesn't do that one. Okay, but then the famous one that yeah. was featured on Chappelle, yeah, with Little John, yeah, yeah. Oh, I know Little John. Yeah, I know the. Oh, you know that's that, a, that's a collab. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, but that's, oh, I didn't if know they, that. If they do that, that's not going to be the yeah. first song. 
No, I, I don't see him bringing out Little John because we're always excited. We're always hyped for these for these guest appearances, and they never show up. They never like, show up. Uh, but if they do, because you know we want some major A list uh, yeah, collaborations. Happens. That never happens. Yeah. Little John probably is waiting by the phone. Oh, he, yeah, he's, yes, he, he, he's available. He He'll make himself available. <laughs> Okay, let's talk some sports. My way? Yes. Yes. OMG. Frank Sinatra. Yeah, I've heard that one. DJ got us falling in love. That's just a clunky. Like, what? What's the chalk? What's Uh, chalk? Chalk is something called My Way. I've never heard of that one. My Way. Yeah, or the Highway. Look. This usher is it's this is a real disappointment. Oh, here's in one in terms of an act. At yeah. Plus thirty five hundred, I give out the herpes. I d I don't know. That's a weird Oh, I would I would I would like to get down on that. It's that's a value pick. Ed. Yeah. Like, it's just, value. Just throw a hundred bucks on he it. He wants you to live, live his truth. I, that's fine. Yes. He did that. Okay, let's talk some sports. My name is Brian. They call me the other guy. I host a podcast show. I'll give hetero life a try. If you see something on my hand that makes you think I'm not a man, it's just my crew rings, you see. They're as sparkly as can be. I might own Troy on DVD. Ed, what is going on in the world of sports? First story is just crowbarred in there for deeply personal reasons. The Orioles have been sold to a group led by private equity billionaire David Rubenstein for $1.75 billion. And to just show how bleak things are, I and and most Oriole accounts that I followed are like super excited. Private equity guys are the worst. They're like Gordon Gecko. They just gut things and they 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 strip things for parts and it's like well, it's got to be better than Angelos. Like Kim Jong-un would be better than Angelos because the dad was a piece of shit. But then the son took over when dad got dementia. And oh, Peter Angelos got dementia. There's a, there's yeah, a like, Peter like Angelos there's a, second. There's a John Angelos. But the John. the um, the stipulation on the sales, like, OK, the guy will buy it and he'll control the team. But the sale, the full sale won't go through until dad dies. But he's 95 Mm -hmm. and hasn't been part of things in like seven years. But yeah, the son took over the team and they were middle of the pack spending team. They immediately went to bottom two or three every year since then. And have never they haven't given out a multi-year deal in in seven years. Everybody's on one year deals like just the worst. Well, it's nice to see. Here's the thing. You want somebody with deep pockets to own the team. Right. But private equity need that trouble. Well, of course they are. But anybody anybody that's got enough money to own a sports franchise is probably a piece of shit. Oh, billionaires, yeah, are problematic. It's just the son of a billionaire is is worse than a private equity guy. That yeah, exactly. So just hopefully, because look, that's Steve Cohen. 
he's got all the money in the world and he bought the Mets and the Mets were a bottom feeder last year. You know, they yeah, just didn't, they, they didn't really do it dumb. the right way. You got to get, see in LA, they got this guy, Andrew Friedman, and he was a wall street guy. And he was like, Hey, he goes, I can, I know how to exploit market inefficiencies. And so he went to Tampa and this guy, Jonah Carey, wrote a book about him. Now, Jonah, we can't talk about Jonah Carey Jonah anymore. Jonah Carey tuned up a, his wife. He's tuned. He's a, 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 brutally. He's a very bad guy. But he knew a lot about baseball. And he wrote a book about this guy, Andrew Friedman, and how, how he applied his Wall Street analytics to the game of baseball. Now he does that with the Dodgers. And they're perennially one of the best teams in baseball because he applies that formula where they don't – they only make investments on the act, the right guys. The rest of the time, they're looking for undervalued assets and they're assembling these undervalued assets and turning them into things that help them win. You can't, you can't just go out and buy everybody. You got you to buy a couple guys and you got to develop some guys and you got to find some guys that no one else realizes is a guy. That's the move. Well, the thing right now yeah. is the Orioles are like all young guys and yeah. they won 101 games last year. Yeah. So the thought was, Jesus, they better win in the next two years because they're not going to retain anybody. So hopefully now they'll actually retain a couple guys. I believe they have a top farm system, the Orioles, too. The so, top farm system. Yeah, and then right after the sale of the team, they traded for Corbin Burns with yeah. some of those prospects like yes. For the first time in forever, they yeah. actually things are looking up. Although Look, there's a yeah. private equity piece yeah. of shit. Gorgeous, gorgeous uniforms too. Maybe yeah. the best. Beautiful. Happy for uh, Neymar hits back at online weight criticism in a social media post. I believe he's like out for the year, and people are saying he's looking a little dumpy. Wait, is this the guy that also had a deal with his the wife? Sex, sex contract. Yeah, he but that. Could, but we he, reported that that. That contract is now over. Yeah, he could he ha could have side pieces as long as he wrapped it up and didn't kiss him. No kissing on the mouth, but more importantly, yeah. wrap that rascal, which yeah. he didn't he yeah. didn't comply. Probably, and now he's fat. This this seems to happen. You know, this is you, this is why you don't spend big money on these guys is because they get complacent. And yeah, you know, they come. There's the hunger. He comes yeah. from from nothing from Brazil. You know, the poor streets. Yeah. He's been making a I lot of money for a while now. He's, I, I believe, I think I just read he turned 32 today. He's not some whippersnapper who hasn't hard. been around money. Yep. They're not all no. messy. Yeah. Yeah. That's the so end now he, Yeah. And the contract, he's already, he's probably already getting cleaned out financially from the wife, yeah, but exactly. luckily he has all the money. So. He's good. Well, maybe he'll, I bet he could get a Saudi bag. Like I think he's got Ronaldo. I think he's in the Saudi league now. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, he's good. He's set. He's yeah, fine. He's fine. Yeah, no problem. A stolen Jackie Robinson statue found dismantled and burned inside a Kansas park. Yeah. What we're we're, st we're still fighting that fight. Yeah. Like the Jackie Robinson thing has yeah. kind of been settled at this point, right? Yeah. I What's um what relevance does he they just wanted to celebrate him? Like god Kansas? damn it. I can't believe he broke the color barrier. Like, you know, that no, like that happened a long, long time ago. Yeah, I mean, shit, shit changed real quick. Shane Gillis has an amazing joke about the moment oh, everything yeah, changed. Yeah, yeah, see? yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. So, you know, like vandalize a statue or whatever, Kansas, you know, it's kind of embarrassing for you. Right. And also what's up with your buddy Kennard sending me bullshit lies in his emails. Okay. That's that's, but the water cooler. Yeah. Stop fucking, stop fucking around with the statues and get to the bottom of this Kennard thing. Like let's all get together and figure it out. Get, get out of the fucking cornfields and go figure out what this Kennard guy, who, who the fuck this Kennard in Kansas is. <laughs> uh, a Long Island man who posed as NFL general counsel Jeff Pass got 12 years for a medical billing scheme to defraud insurance companies by hundreds of millions of dollars. Now, I'm of two minds in this one. Look, fuck the NFL and all their live. people. Yeah. At the same time, are we really that sad for insurance companies no. being taken for a ride? Yeah. Turn on the commercials of every sporting oh, event yeah. in history. It's all insurance. Everything's insurance. Farmers, yeah. flow from progressive, all state, mayhem. The the dude, the funny guy. I actually like that guy who who talks about we're turning into our parents. Oh, those he's are those funny. are good commercials. Like he's a, he's yes. a good actor. Well, that's, but that still, everything's fucking great. insurance. Yeah, no. The media buys. Yeah. It's that and the Jesus ones. Oh, he yeah. gets us. He gets yeah. us because he doesn't have to pay taxes on shit, and that's oh, why he can buy Super Bowl ads. Yeah, did we get to the bottom of that? What's the de- what's the deal with the he gets us guys? They just that, have just too much church? money. They don't pay. Yeah. They don't pay taxes. I know that's bullshit. Fuck that. But but like, you know, yeah. I, d- yeah. I don't want some random Long Island guy with hundreds of millions of dollars that's yeah. not his. That being yeah. said, fuck the insurance companies. No, we all that. pay them too much. And also, it's kind of badass when you when you um, when you impersonate somebody random like the NFL. <laughs> it is I, Council. Jeff Pash. Yeah, hey, like prove <laughs> that I'm not Jeff Pash, and everybody's like, "Who the fuck's Jeff Pash?" And he's like, "It's me. I need these medical machines. <laughs> Cut me a check. Drinks on the house for it is I, Jeff Pash." <laughs> yes, the Jeff <laughs> okay. Pash. Cool. Here's Thanks, here's my ACH info. Get it. Send it over straight away. I need it. It's I don't know. Jeff I don't know why he keeps introducing himself as Jeff Pash and not just Jeff. But sure, look, look alive. Jeff Pash is on the phone. <laughs> look busy. Yeah. Uh, finally, in sports, Patrick Mahomes Senior was arrested for DWI for at least the third time, and his his mugshot. Yeah. Makes it look like maybe he played before the color barrier was broken. Yeah, I mean it is pre Jackie of, Robinson era. He looks old. How, well, first of all, how does Patrick Mahomes have a fifty-three-year-old dad? First of all, that's kind of crazy. But then you look at his dad, and his dad looks like he's seventy-five years old. Like, he he gets the hard. old soul moniker yeah he kind of looks like he looks like he could um be living down in hamsterdam on the wire like he could be like he he's hanging out with bubs like stealing copper from the building open container of cores i assume banquet beer oh oh that's not an arrestable that yeah it it, i read another article that said oh he had an open container of cores if it's cores let him go yeah banquet beer yeah um but again, yeah. Patrick Mahomes, yeah. he really says and does the right things as an NFL player. He, he really does. He does. He, yeah. you, he's he never really acts like a piece of shit. No, but everyone in his orbit, everyone, yeah, you know, I know like that the hatred of the uh, us 
being jammed by the Taylor Swift stuff. But like, yeah. I, you know, I'm, I'm not a fan in that. Like, I don't get her appeal, but like, no. she's a super famous person who's dating a sure. famous person on their team. And it like kind of makes sense. And I feel like she's taking the attention away from how awful everyone in Patrick Mahomes is. Yeah. Universe is. Yeah, it's true. It's, I mean, wife, brother, mom, dad, everyone's like really annoying. Everyone's terrible. His dad is so skinny. I mean, and he's got this backwards hat on. He really looks like a crackhead from the wire. And that's just bad. Look, that's the look he's got is he's very gaunt. Got that big earring going. Like, looks like he could be working a corner here. Like, this, this guy needs some help. Let's get off. I mean, Shouldn't yeah, be illegal yeah, he, to drive. He really cool. does look like central casting of Hamsterdam in this he picture. He really does. He really does. And I, a, I, how can this guy be 53? That's four <laughs> years older than me. Yeah, it looks, it, it's a tough look. Uh, got on. a couple more props for you. Okay, hold on. I'm, I'm going to put, yeah, read me a props prop while I put Patrick Mahomes Sr. on the list of old looking young guys. Uh, what will the outcome be of the coin toss? Oh, I mean, this is, it's actually. There's correct. a rhyme. It's, uh, yeah. I mean, it's tails never fails. You always take tails. Although, did I read somewhere that heads actually comes up like 50 and a half percent of the time and they think it could because of the weight of the head? Is that, or did I just make that up? That seems like something that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. But. No, it's equal. Yeah, I mean, it's probability theory. Each flip of the coin has the exact chance of being either one, no matter how many times you flip the coin. And look, you could pick heads, but what if somebody heard you? What if you're like, hey, I pick heads. And then you and then all of a sudden you're like, hey, how come nobody looks me in the eyes anymore? What's like what's what happened? All I did was pick heads because you know what? It's embarrassing to pick heads. You always pick tails. You know why? Because it's never fun rhyme. It's not a fun rhyme. Yes. Always tails. Um, Will there be back to the uh, anthem? Will there be a forgotten word? No. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Because they pre-recorded. Plus, plus 900, yes. Minus 3,000. Yeah. No. And also, Reba, yeah. she's a pro. Yeah, she's from Oklahoma. She used to ride uh, barrel racing in the rodeo. She loves America, obviously. She's got that. She, her hair is the color of the flag, the red part. Like, this is this is an American icon Reba McIntyre. They are really scraping the barrel these days, though. Like, like, like the, the halftime show used to be Prince. Now it's right. Usher. It was Tom Petty. You know, the Stones, right? Dr. Dre, yeah. Snoop Dogg, Fiddy, M. All those dudes. Who's, la- who's last year? It was Rihanna. Oh, 
Oh, with that pregnant. Made, the thing that made me nervous when she was yeah, on the platform. Yeah, she was I would never do that. She she almost Owen Harded herself up there. <laughs> uh, will there be a score in the first minute? These are like heavy odds. Wow. No is minus 3,000. Wow. Uh, yes, plus 900. Zero chance. You know, the Super Bowl always starts out slow as fuck and boring. There's There might be the, the first quarter. Like if you got if you got three and zero in your squares or, pool, or double zeros. Yeah. Or double zeros. You're you're looking good. The Super Bowl starts slow. And especially because, look, you know, they're probably going to saturate the field field again. They want to slow things down. Just like they did yeah. last year, so right they because slow down Christian Pat, McCaffrey. Be, I was going to say Patrick Mahomes wants McCaffrey slowed down. Yeah, yeah. Isaiah Pacheco is injured. He doesn't. He doesn't want fast. Exactly. Exactly. He wants. He wants to hit his tight end over the middle so he can get more shots at Taylor Swift. Right. So I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to say, take the under. Okay. Let's do some. Let's talk some non-sports. Wait, let's do some emails, voicemails. He's so easy to hate. Your time he likes to waste. His calls are far from great. His calls are far from great. He's such a stupid fuck. He seems down on his luck. His voicemails really suck. His voicemails really suck. No one's enjoying him. He's so annoying. Plus, so fucking boring and worthless. But he's got nothing else to do. And he's even worse than ish, 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 ish. His thoughts are useless shit, 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 shit. He's fat and got big tit, 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 tits. He's meant well in Gardenia. Okay, couple voicemails this week. Gentlemen, uh, long oh, time no call. I was very pleased to hear Dorb call in this past week. Dorb in the OC. I'm glad to see he's doing 75 hard. Uh, I did not partake, but I'm glad he's sticking with it. Uh, Complaining about it. Literally every threatening day. to quit, right? Every day. Hey, you want to meet at the bar? We could just stop. Thirty-four days. It was plenty. <laughs> every single day, complaining about it more and more every day. He needs a little motivation, though, Bry. You might want to play him Brad's song just to help. You know, keep him motivated and keep him going towards seventy-five. Just mean to you? It's a banger, and uh, I know it, it. It'll motivate some guys. So if you could play that, I'd appreciate it. I mean, it's a good song. It's good. It's very mean. Very hurtful. It's the 75 hour challenge. I do like, and he did call me and he's like, hey, can you record? Can you just send me a clip of you saying like something about 75 hard? <laughs> I, I just want to shit on you, but I need your help. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I can record it. Yeah. Hold on. And I just, and then I just like did like a few, I gave him a few choices and that's the one he used. I mean, this bass line, come on. It is. It is great. Mm. Mm. Throw this at the fucking halftime. This is better than Usher. Brian's looking in the mirror, got that fat face. 
Come on. Wow. Fat waist. It's true. Come on. Just builds too. So he don't have to be that chubby dad with a heart attack. Midlife crisis, tough as shit. Out of shape and all of that. Five hard mm. days. It's 75 Come on, baby. Hard. Here we go. It's 75 hard days. It's God, you got to get to this part. Hard and it's 75 hard days. That's what's up. Okay, you happy, LSU? Son of a bitch. <laughs> Here's another one. Hey, ballers. It's Drew in Phoenix. I'm Drew in Phoenix. Hey, Drew. So, as you know, if you watch Brian's Instagram stories, oh. we have a society full of monsters. That's right. Those are wrong way walkers, people who walk on the wrong side of the sidewalk. That's right. In the opposite direction of our right to left society that we let live me, in. Let me just, can, I'll just. Can I add to this? Yeah, tell me. Other monsters, these stand in the left uh, side next to their friend on an escalator. Oh, yeah, that you can't, so you can't walk past them. Yeah. Yeah. You stand oh. to the right, you walk yeah. on the left, you of course. fuck face. Of course. Sa- same with that thing, uh, same with that thing at the airport, the flat escalator. Yes, same thing, the flat escalator. Uh. Yeah, stand it's, to the right if you just uh, want to stand. And and g- along part of what Drew and Phoenix is referencing, this is what I say: it works like the road. So you 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 drive to the right and you pass on the left, and that's just how it works. And what what he's talking about is the other day I was walking because here's what I do usually: I walk on this trail, and a lot of people go on this trail, and at least one or two people every single time. I'm out on the trail is walking on the wrong side of the road. And what I do is I double down. Usually I play dumb and I just kind of like look down and you play chicken like um, Chris Penn on the tractor in Footloose. Exactly. Yes, exactly like that. And a hundred times out of a hundred, they go around me. They, they, they realize the error in their way. Although sometimes people will like walk onto the dirt well, but yes, they'll go around me, but they'll go around me to the wrong side. They'll like walk up on a little hill area when there's plenty of open space for them to walk. But the other day, this is a story he's referencing in. The other day I'm walking. And I know that I know you know about this because you're a guy, you ride your bike now, but in the past yeah. you've done, you've done fitness races. Sure. You, you're a runner. And you see this a lot when you're, when you see people out running Oftentimes they'll be wearing a shirt from like a race they ran because it's like, they want you to know they're like, Oh, by the way, not the first time I ran, I'm out here running. But as you can see, I have run previous times based on the garment that I'm wearing. The garment I'm wearing right here says ran 2017 Huntington beach 5k. It's like, okay, gives a fuck. But yeah. So I'm walking. Read all about it on whogivesashit.com. Exactly. I'm walking and I'm at the right and I see this couple coming towards me. And look, the wife is in distress. She's overexerted herself. This is a, this is a running couple. Yes, it's a running couple. And the <sighs> and the wife's in distress. Struggle with that one. It, yes. Yeah. Good. Look, 
couples that exercise together. I got an issue with that. I agree with Ed. They probably would fit into the first thing I talked about, murders. Yes. Oh, yeah. They're, yeah. They're, it's, this is Someone's going to kill someone. They're a real Todd and Margot couple. You know, they put on the show, but they, they really right. hate each other's guts. They hate their guts. Yeah. So they're walking, and I look, and she, look, she looks like she's about to puke. Again, my fucking problem, walk, go, have her go puke over there on her right. Not She's walking to her left. You don't puke on the left. You puke on the right where you walk. And they, so I'm walking and I do my thing where I pretend not to see him, but they double down and she's on the outside and he's on the inside and he's got her like leaning in to him. So it's a, it's a two on one situation, Ed and, and like a bitch. And I regret it to this day. And I wish Drew hadn't brought it up because it's, it's, I'm flashing back to it like a bitch Instead of making a big stink about it and really like pushing them off to, to, to the left, like I should have, I went around them. I walked around them because she it worked on me. She was in distress, so I let it happen, and I'm embarrassed but, of that. But this is more you being a gentleman. That's right. But I shouldn't right? have been. Like yeah. they they fucked up, but you were just like, well, she already hates her husband and yeah. probably is going to kill him, but yeah. I'll give her a day. Yeah, look. With any luck, she she succumbed out there on the trail after they after I had to go around them. But right, guys, learn what side of the street to walk on. You you, it's like the road. You go to the right. Everybody knows this, except nobody knows this, which is crazy. Monsters. Here, here's Drew again. But I just noticed, and I've always noticed that Walmart of all stores always mm. has you enter on the left. Oh. And says, do not enter on the right. And I think oh, what? that this contributes to our problem. And it's just something I just noticed. What? Sorry if you hear me get in the back. And I think that, uh, you know, Walmart is complicit in this oh, culture yeah. issue we're having. Yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a good week. I don't. So I, I'll be honest. Ed, we know you've never entered a Walmart. Never been. Yeah, there's just not one around me. It's yeah. not like I'm principled, sure. like crazy. Like I've been to Target a million well, times. It's just, there's people. no. Yeah. They, they absolutely are, yeah. but they're from Little Rock. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. I, there is a there's a Walmart right a spitting distance from my home, and I had never been there until this Christmas time, where I went and bought them out of all their pink lights because I did my house up beautifully with tons of pink lights. But I will I'll say this: I entered only through the garden because that's where the lights were. So I went in the I went in the garden side, not the regular entrance. So I don't know. How are they going to have you come in on the left walking in the front door? That's impossible. No, I have obviously I haven't been to Walmart, but I've been to a couple places where they have that backwards entrance oh, and you, you want to strangle someone. So confusing. How there's can a that liquor be? store. There's a liquor store near my sister's uh, that has that. And it makes uh, me angry every time. This is in Colorado. No, in, no. in like about an hour south of here. But uh, like when I show up. Yeah. It's usually my stop before there because I'm like, well, I'm going to have a few pops, my brother-in-law. And yeah. so I always have to go in there. And every time it gets me, I'm like, what? I'm going to the left? Confusing. No, Horrible. confusing. Bullshit. Let's let's figure it out. There's rules to this, people. It's we're, it's we're part of just like just like we are made up of many tiny cells all working together. Right. We're not we're not a thing. We're many trillions of things all conglomerated to look like one bigger thing 
Think of that as you're as you're traveling throughout the world. You're not you. You're part of us. So act like it. Act like you're part of us. Stop being We're you all on one team. Us. That's right. The golden Bastard. rule. Right. Here's another one. Hey, Brian and Ed. What's up? Dave and Salt Lake. Dave and Salt Lake. Hey, Dave. Mark. Great guy. Um, listen to the newest uh, episode. But anyway, no, fuck this guy. Like Brian said, it was clearly the same dude who um, January, what, uh, 9th? Oh. That sent these in. Oh, this is he's talking about the um or the negative reviews. Oh yeah. That, that clearly yeah. Michigan fans, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well let's see what David Bray has to say. Um I got a couple suspects. Oh. I was thinking maybe like um this. I w- I would hope not Mark the Nomad no. because you know I buried the hatchet with him yep. a long time and, ago. And so did Ed. Ed Ed, Ed I, and Mark I, the I, Nomad I, I, long had beef. Obviously, Mark, Mark, and I don't agree on Michigan, but no. he privately admitted to me that that Connor Stallions was a dipshit, and oh, like, well, is this it, is this is he giving you permission to share this information, Ed? Are you? No, I think it was not even in a DM. It just oh, okay. I I made a you know a comment on. It. He said, "Yeah, he's a dipshit," but yeah. I don't like his team and whatever. Mm. But like, that's that's I I think he's smart enough to not be doing that bullshit and like look, okay look. i and i i said when i criticized michigan yes they were cheating yeah. but if i were a michigan fan much like the many astros fans that are in our audience yeah who gives a shit from your perspective yeah you don't want to give back a title or whatever but like you have to understand the rest of the world hates you yeah i that's I, just I, how it goes i can say unequivocally unequivocally that there is no chance at all that Mark the Nomad posted a negative review of this show. I, I agree. I agree. He's, he's a he's a friend to the show. He gave yeah. he gave us our first microphones and board. He's, he's been, been a guest. He's been a guest many times. He's filled in for Ed. Yeah. He's you Mark's know, a good dude. He you know just what? he likes a team I don't like, but he's he's a good dude. He wouldn't do that. Yeah. I sat down this well, it might have been last weekend. And I watched the Patrick Swayze fever fever dream movie Roadhouse that I that I reviewed here on this podcast with the great Mark the Nomad. They're remaking it soon, right? Oh, it looks, the, it's out. It's I don't know if it's out, but it looks so bad with Jill and Hall, and he's an MMA. Might have to watch that one for yeah. the show. Yeah, I mean, it looks the I I revisited the original Roadhouse, and it's. It plays like satire. Yeah, it's it's not cool. It's yeah. comedy. It's, it's comedy. It's comedy. It's insane. It's insane that it was considered a like cool, straightforward movie because it's so fucking ridiculous. But that said, back to Mark the Nomad. That was that was a a uh, landmark moment in the show that we did that and. He's he's a great friend of the show, and he would never do anything like that. He's got the nah. back line, he's got the backline number. He's he's a buddy of ours, and he is yes. he is his reputation is above reproach. Uh, albeit, look, he's a little 
heavy duty with the Michigan stuff, but that's, Hey, that's his thing. That's, you know, the man, the man has a lot of fucking children, so he needs something. So good for him. And, and congrats to him on the lions. It was a great season. Great season. Disappointing end, but great season. We love Dan Campbell here. Fuck Michigan. Yeah. The future's bright, great helmets, but yeah, fuck Michigan. Fuck the big house. Fuck the maize and blue, you know, fuck. The only good thing about Michigan is, is that Iggy pop went there. You know, that's, that's what you got. Jim Osterberg. That's your that's your thing. That's the one thing you can have, okay? <laughs> he takes his Michigan football very, very that's seriously. That's true. So that I, is true. I hope it's not him. It isn't. Now thinking it's not. Manuel oh, no. in Gardenia. Uh, again, no. uh, and look. There's zero chance he was able to set up two accounts no. and change the names. I mean, posting review. Yeah, come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> this is a real fantasy uh, voicemail by this you, is, David. You're this, smarter than this. This is the, this is the roadhouse of voicemails <laughs> because he's he's playing it straight, but this is obviously satire because he just he just alleged that Manuel <laughs> was no way to Manuel movie. did this. Yeah, come on. <laughs> David, son of a gun. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he has the technical skills. Yeah, right. In any way, come up with look. Look, you got an issue with your P trap? Oh yeah. And Wales, your guy, hundred percent. You know, hey, sure he does a hell of a job. You want somebody to to dial nine four nine four six four TBLS and tell you about fucking BMWs, changing lanes, mini mini bikes, <laughs> Ellen DeGeneres, yes. Exactly. He's your guy. Home, the unhoused. Like, <laughs> yes, hundred percent. But leaving a review, come on. He's never even or, listened to the show. Or like, down, he, downloading and off hours in yeah, the late yes. night. No, he's working nights. He's he's like he wouldn't know what Ed's talked about on the show because he's not he's not a listener. Nah, I like that though, Gardenia. Email names or whatever. So yeah. I don't know who else that could possibly be. You know, um, probably somebody that doesn't call in. As far as sexual positions, my favorite oh. is the spoon position because oh. yeah, but he's packing. Yeah, he's six eight. He's got a big ass dick. Of course, he loves to fucking spoon. Well, let's hear why though. That's I'm I'm interested to hear that. I, my penis is not long enough. No, I get maximum penetration that oh, way. Son of a it's bitch! Great, you know. Um, you can hear the slapping of the ass. Oh come on! Oh. Jeez, you know, it's going in and out, yeah. <laughs> and honestly, I'm not joking. That really is my favorite. Oh. That's where I get the most a lot. pleasure. You I do. I absolutely love it. Spoon. She doesn't, but anyway, she doesn't. That's, that's <laughs> me right there, guys. No, uh, it's, a, oh. it's a race to the finish, and she lost. I guess. Ah, Bray, Bray. Oh, well, hold on. He's, it's a two way street, buddy. Isn't isn't spoon? It's technically just dorsal ventral, aka. Doggy style, but you're on your but, side. But you're on the hip. Yeah, wouldn't you rather be in full? Well, I mean, he's very tall, so that could be an issue. She would, she would have to get some phone books on the bed, so that could be that could be the problem. It's t- tall, and and I'm not. I even if he's in fighting shape, yeah. he that's that's a lot to take yeah. on top. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Sometimes things don't line up, so that uh, we could have answered our own question there yeah where he's got he's like hey how about like this because you know she's gotta she's like gotta go half like on her feet half on her knees so they just they just go sideways that makes sense all right we need to find out who this asshole is yeah talking shit yeah in the one star reviews yeah all right guys love you all right take care i love you too buddy hey hey, 
One star review, pussies. Say it to my fucking face. 949-464-8257. I'll play that shit. I don't give a fuck. You come in here with your broken English saying we don't know about sports. Guess what? I don't know about sports. Go fuck yourself. Call me. 949-464-TBLS. Okay, one more. I believe this is Angela. The boxing correspondent. Hey, Brian Ed, uh, Angelo, Katie, your Angelo. Correspondent. Yeah. yeah, it's been a tough week in the boxing community. We lost an absolute legend uh, this week. And of course, I'm talking about the uh, dancing destroyer, the King of Sting, the Count of Monte Cisto. That's my favorite nickname of all. Hunt, it's great. The Master of Disaster. Of course, the one and only Apollo Creed, yeah. uh, former heavyweight champion. Uh, what a, what a career this guy had. I mean, you know, you go into that Rocky fight, that first Rocky fight, the guy's 46 and over 46 knockouts. Yeah. The guy, he, he, he just moves with grace and elegance. That's a real Mike Tyson's punch out record. 46 and oh, all 46, 46 knockouts. Right. I mean, they might, look, there's some tomato cans along the way, obviously, but still impressive. But record. usually in those early days, yeah. They when they're just fighting eight rounds or something like yeah. six rounds, those early fights, there's someone yeah. who can hang on. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Somebody can ride it out hundred percent. These look. Some Jerry Cooney guy who, oh, who can yeah. just who can get knocked down six times but keep getting up. Oh yeah. There's there's guys that, that that's they just make their living being the opponent. You know, these guys have these guys have been an opponent their whole career. They know how to take a punch and stand in there and get their paycheck. So props to Apollo Creed for amassing that undefeated record. And, you know, obviously he's got the punch to, to back it up uh, with, with all of his wins coming by way of knockout. That's right. Um, just, just an unbelievable, just an unbelievable boxer puncher, just a, the perfect combination. Um, you know, you look back and you think, you know, Mac Lee Green, the number one contender hurting his hand, Following on that fight, which set up the Balboa fight, I mean, it, it changed not only the the path of his career, but of his life. That's true. You know, um, it ended much he, he sooner. Faces Green, he probably beats him because you know he takes it more serious. You know, Club Lang is coming up. You know, and there's no doubt that that Creed beats Clubber uh, like easily yeah. because Club Lang never threw straight punches; only threw wide hooks. Yeah. Only that's the only punches he threw. And, he saw just a little bit of head movement, a little bit of footwork, and it's over. it was way too much. The problem, uh, yep, tell me. The problem with Rocky going into that clubber fight, remember his eye, he, it, doctors were already telling him not to fight because he couldn't see the hooks coming in. Yeah. Yep, that's right. Apollo mm-hmm. was and, was A-OK there. And, yeah, and Adrian was a real bummer about it. Like, just yeah, so geez. much wine and... You know, you can't Mickey, win. Mickey, they were they were has beens and yep. uh, never. What is it? Oh shit! They'll never will bees or something. And he was like, they was bums. Yeah, exactly. But he Rocky showed them. Laying the handle. I mean, he he goes down probably as the best to ever do it. Um, the only flaws that the guy had was his ego. That's uh, right. Which what happens? Him, you know, getting into. Wars with with Balboa and also going Chris Jenner with his kid, meaning his kid Alex Artemis, and of course future champion Adonis Creed. Yeah, uh, <laughs> no problem. What a what a great fighter in and out of the ring. Worked with uh, with uh, the special needs. You know, you remember that that race that he let that 
special needs uh, literate grown man win that race That's right. on the beach. That's I mean, right. the guy was, <laughs> you know, he was a winner inside the ring and outside the ring, you know. So we will uh, never forget the great Apollo Creed. That's right. Um, gone way too soon. Absolutely. Uh, also, well uh, done. Yeah, Brian. It's, that, was, that was that was a beautiful. Let's just let that sink in. That was just a beautiful eulogy. Thank uh, you, Angelo. Yes, very very poignant, uh, beautifully spoken. Thank you for that, Angelo. He's got more though. And I can't remember who said it, but you guys a couple weeks ago were talking about um, uh, Richard Simmons, and you know you got my wife heard it, and she she thought that you guys were pretty disrespectful, saying that he wore leg warmers. And uh, she noted that a great coxman like him would only wear women's slouch socks. That's true. Uh, That's, you know what? You know what? Angelo, you're right. And as I was saying that, I knew that I was misspeaking, but I didn't know the name for those things that he wore with his Reebok dance shoes. Like right. Those- and I knew, I knew too, but yeah. I couldn't correct you because I didn't know what yeah. what – it was called. I knew leg warmers wasn't the right terminology, right. but I knew that it would draw the right picture because yeah. it looked very similar. Then but it wasn't Jane Fonda exercise, but it was similar and we, we knew what yeah. we, yeah. yeah. I just couldn't correct you with it. Of course. All right, guys. That's it. I'll talk to yeah. y'all later. Keep up the good work. Thank you Peace. for that. Angelo. Thank you, Angelo. Beautiful tribute. Thank you. Uh, okay. A couple emails. Um, is it just me or did Ed sound like Michael Rappaport when responding to Brian's Whoa. introduction at the beginning of last week's show? Also, I can be your fertilization correspondent. Oh, that's from disc. I don't think I doubt you sounded, I don't have it queued up. I probably should have done that. He's, he's like a New Yorker in overdrive. I don't yeah. believe I, I ever sound like uh, that. He's, no, he's always spitting. You know, who? talks. You know who's going way to New York, like leaning in and the voice is getting way to New York? Mm-hmm. Natasha Leone. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She now sounds like a, a caricature of a New Yorker from the 1940s. Yeah. No. It's, it's crazy. And I, I've worked up. with her, you know. Oh, oh, have you? Remember? Short film uh-huh. about 20 years ago. Mm. I worked on something with her and Rob Hubel. Oh, uh-huh. she she was going through some stuff. Oh yeah, she was on crack. She's a crackhead. She she was having some issues, yeah. and I spent the day with Rob Hubel, or I, I think that's how you pronounce it. Yeah, it is. Wonderful guy. He yeah. was delightful. Natasha was going through some stuff. Yeah, and I spent the day with both of them. One of them I had a great time with. One of them, she, I'm glad she got the help she needed, but now she, she's going full New York from the 40s yeah. voice. Was she disappearing a lot? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Very tired at times. Apt lips. Less tired, yeah. less tired at other times. And energetic other times. Uh, yeah. I believe she's, she's Cat okay. Cat naps. Yeah. Yeah, at certain times, but- yeah, it was it was eye opening. It was uh, uh, nay, it was more great. than twenty. It, oh, you know what? It was yeah. it was like right before I started on Wall Street, and there was it was for the New York Comedy Film Festival. I got uh-huh. hooked up with somebody, and they're like, "Ah, oh, if you want to check out the you know work in the comedy world, you can work on this movie." And I worked on this short film for a day. Yeah, and the award show was going to be September eleventh, and two thousand one. Yeah, and that was a Tuesday, I recall. Is that there anything else also, I should remember about that day? That was also the day I got offered the job on Wall Street. So yeah. I was done with UBS. that universe. And 
but yeah, it was like, all right, I guess I'm never going to be a part of the, this comedy world. But yeah, I, I spent the day with N- Natasha Leone probably in like late August of that year or mid August of that year. I'm glad she's better. You got yes. That. I'm, but I'm also glad you got the day when she was on crack. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I can be your fertilization correspondent. Yeah. Cause disc has way too many kids and disc David San Clemente, of course, Thought you were doing 75 hard, buddy. Got pretty quiet when 75 hard kicked off. And and look, I'm not trying to he's shame him. of kids. Yeah, he's got so many kids. Maybe he's got too many kids. You remember, you remember Dave and Sinclamania. He's got he he got his all those kids, and then he works with his father in law, and then his wife's like, Hey, Wait, we need to have he, my parents over on the, the weekend. horse. Was yes. the, guy, the guy with the yes. horse? He had the horse guy that in his was office. One of my favorite uh, sound bites ever. Yes, that was the best. Uh, okay, thank you for that. This here's another one, guys. I'll tell you what's going on here. Her son plays select baseball. Oh, this is about Alyssa Milan. Oh, Darwin the OC was Darwin the OC was crying some big salty tears about this because he said, and I listened back and I didn't hear it. He said he. He wants a. He wanted a. How fucking rich is this guy, Alyssa Milano? So we'll get to that. But this, because he asked last week, because Alyssa Milano, if you didn't listen, little recap. She posted a tweet of a GoFundMe for her kids, for her kids' baseball trip to Cooperstown, and this is this is what Matthew is explaining here. Her son plays select baseball. This was supposed to be a level above rec ball little league, but it's turned into a huge money-making business. I could go on and on, but I'm sure you're not interested. My son plays 14U AAA major select ball in Houston. So one of the cool things, but for the kids only these kids can do is go to a world series. This is a week long event normally held in a cool location. Like you guys discussed Cooperstown. Or so my kid has been to Destin or Myrtle Beach or Gulf Shores. The kids get to go and exchange pins, play multiple games, hang out. For the adults, it's expensive, but you have to t- you have to take time off work. You have to hang out with the other parents. Oh, hard pass. Who are mostly insufferable, but you do it for your kids. So she was trying to raise money to cover the cost of the whole team going wherever it was they were going. We have been on teams that fundraise and such to help cover the cost. But what she was too dumb or tone deaf to realize is she drives a $400,000 Porsche and is worth God knows how many millions. And she's asking everyday schlubs to cover a sum that amounts to her what $20 amounts to the rest of us. Anyway, just more lack of self-awareness from rich, stupid people. She deserves to get roasted for this and many other things. Off of those days. P.S. You guys are missing the boat on shitting on the road. What? The, the pro move. I can't remember talking. I think we talked. This kind of rings a bell. The pro move is to walk into a nice hotel like you own the place. Go to the bathroom in their lobby, drop anchor, and walk out. The bathroom is always pristine and no one ever uses it. Take it from a guy that lives on the road. If you don't have access to a Bucky's. Oh, I've heard great things about the Bucky's restrooms. That's the next best option. I can be here shitting anywhere other than your home expert of record. <laughs> okay. He's done it a lot. Any port uh, storm, fellas. That's from our good friend, Matthew Richards. Matthew, you're, you're correct. There's a W in Hoboken. Oh, yeah. um, great hotel. And I've had yeah. 
few code browns over the years. You walk right in there and you're white as fuck. So they're like, no problem. Come in, Mr. White <laughs> That's Man. Right. That's right. Yes. Mr. White Man. So why would white. we you must why would here. we presume you're up to no good? Yes. And that lobby uh bathroom yeah. is pristine. Yeah. No. It's uh, here here's the here's the issue. And I'm not and of course he's right. The problem is if you're going to a hotel, especially if you're on the road, a lot of times you got to pull in and park. You got to get a ticket. You got to you got to park in a structure. Like a lot of times, time is of the essence in these situations. That's all I'll say. You know, yeah. like it. Like, look, you got a few minutes to think about it. Of course, you find a nice location, but sometimes you know you got things to do. Okay. Oh, the one thing I wanted to mention last week too that I forgot. Uh, Alyssa Milano, while yeah, she's getting residual. She was on that Charm show. She was on Who's the Boss. I bet she's getting way more from Charm than Who's a Boss. Yes, she's fine as hell. Like she's got yeah. other income streams, but and she's been with rich guys. She's that's what I was gonna say. She's married to like one of the biggest agents in Hollywood. And sh- didn't she used to be married to a uh, major league pitcher? No, but she, or at least she, she was. Are you talking about Brad him. Penny? Yeah, yeah, she was. No. Multiple. She, oh, well, I'm Barry not, Zito. She was with Barry Zito. And there's somebody else who pitched for the Yankees. And was it the guy that flew into the Corey Lytle? No. <laughs> no Corey it's Lytle. the first one that came to mind. Was it, uh, was it, um, El Duque, uh, uh Orlando El Duque Hernandez? Um, she, she loved ball players. She really made the rounds. I believe Paul LaDuca got a piece. She was very popular in the Dodgers clubhouse. No, I mean, no disrespect, but I think she's only had the one marriage and that's to the, to the Carl uh, Pavano. Oh, from the Yankees. Yeah. I remember old Carl Pavano. Yeah. I think he might've won a Cy Young. Yeah. She, but she was always with rich guys. She loved it. She she, she she hasn't been bled dry by some. That is, she's got to be worth. I don't know. That's a, that's another thing, Ed, because because she was having sex with so many ball players for a while. She had her own like women's wear line. Yeah, MLB.com. Right. Okay, hold on. I want. I want to. I like to use the same. Okay, here we go. Celebrity net worth. That's that's who we like to go. Okay, hold on. First of all, let's find the actual song and let's look. Let's do this right. How fucking rich is this guy? I can't figure it out. I guess I'll try. Is he worth a billion or maybe just a million? How fucking rich is this guy? And Alyssa Milano, born December 19, 1972. Bensonhurst, Brooklyn, five feet one, and really just Sam one. Maselli. just one of the all-time great pieces of ass, in my opinion. Just a, yeah. she could be top ten. She just just was that good. Just really of a time for people our age. How rich is this fucking guy? She's worth twenty. I think that's I think that's a good number. Twenty million. Like she hasn't been in like mo- crazy movies and stuff, but she's been yeah. famous forever. And like oh, yeah. that that major league thing maybe bumps it to thirty. Yeah. So this celebrity net worth is fucking her over badly right now. 
Because they're saying she's worth $4 million. What? If she, Ed, if she bought a house in the Valley in Sherman Oaks 20 years ago, that house is worth $6 million. Like she's, she's, she's got $4 million in her couch cushions. Get the fuck out of here with this bullshit. I I was at a bar over the Christmas break. Oh, tell me about that. And it was like getting ready for whether it was a basketball game, something on the TV they turned to and charmed was on. And the bartender said, Charmed is on every time I turn on this network and it's yeah. not like, I guess it's, it's TNT, TNT or something. Yeah. And so he's like, anytime I turn on a basketball game yeah. and it's not the basketball game, it's always charmed. Of course. Like and that, she, that's, I've never seen an episode, but it's, it's clearly still in rotation. Of course. She's a big star. And now, now look, who's her husband? Let's look this guy up. Oh, her husband is David Buglieri. Partner at CAA. Oh, that's Here's, kind of a high-paying job. Here, let me let me ask you if you've heard of any of his clients. Bradley Cooper, Vince Vaughn, Shalene Woodley, Casey Affleck, Halle Berry. You think this? You think this guy's got a couple of nickels to rub together to get the fucking team? And also, uh, two, two, uh, Matthew Richards' point about. This they're raising money to get the whole team there. It's not like the Milano's got to foot the bill for the whole team. This fucking team is a bunch of rich motherfuckers. You think you think they're you think they're playing travel ball and Watts? <laughs> exactly. That's exactly it. Yeah, they're they're they only hobnob with the other richest people. This website. Every one of those kids on the team has been to like a baseball academy warehouse where they're getting special fine tuning on their swings. Yeah, no, they're rich as hell. Um, Okay, thank you for that, Matthew Richards. Um, Oh, one more, Brian and Ed. I heard something this morning that was absolutely shocking. The comedian Stavros Halkius is turning 35 on Super Bowl Sunday. I would, I would, anybody within the sound of my voice, just Google that guy's name right now. Stavros Halkius. Never heard of him. I'm looking at him now. He's, he's, uh, he's someone that uh, I'm often accused of looking like. And, and look, that is very insulting, but also I kind of see it. it. He's he's like a, a caricaturized version of me, so I could I could see that. I mean, holy shit! I know I look rough and older than my years. I feel like I'm in my twenties now, thanks to seventy five hard. But this guy could pass for at least fifty two, if not fifty five. Outside of his fits, that Bry is probably jealous of. That's about all he's got, right? Much love, keep it baller, Ben nine oh six. Yeah, he's very look. He's a he's an overweight guy. He doesn't look thirty four. No, he's losing his hair, and uh, that's you know, he's a funny guy though, and he and he does kind of look like me, which is which look is insulting, but also is something that I kind of have to agree with. Okay, <laughs> let's talk some not sports. Well, it's time, it's time for Not Sports, Not Sports segment, segment on the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. Not Sports, Not Sports, Not Sports, Not Sports, 
And what's popping off in the world of things that are not, in fact, sports related? A woman gave birth in a McDonald's parking lot (laughs) named, nicknamed the baby Little McFlurry. (laughs) Was because explosive diarrhea was on the nose. Little McFlurry. Hey fam, there's still a lot more of this episode to hear, but it's only available to our bonus content subscribers. Click the link in the show notes or go to theballerlifestyle.com and subscribe so you never miss a minute of the show. Above us, five star, even the haters will love us. And we're not trying to talk politics a lot. We'd much rather talk about dicks a lot. Shit's so hot, man. You know the shit's on top. Top podcast, man. It really hits the spot. Listen up, you players and shot callers. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. And you know the show is so flawless. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. Listen up, you players and shot callers. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. And you know the show is for all us. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller.